0: This is the Happily Living Podcast, where we discuss how to better ourselves by developing routines that set us up for a better existence, uncovering deeper connections with nature, and growing awareness, leaving you with a new relationship between you and the world. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. I am your host, Gabrielle Brown, and I am so excited to finally get this episode out and shared with you all. This episode will be about whole foods, things that we didn't know are in our foods before, things in nature that are actually mentally beneficial and intuitively gut beneficial. I do want to preface that I am in no way a licensed dietitian nor am I a part of the food industry. This is all based on my unprofessional opinion and research that i've done deeply i also want to preface that if you are sensitive to the subject of food and dietary lifestyle choices just reconnect with us in upcoming episodes i do not want this to drain an energy from you and more so provide good energy all right let's get into it now i don't know about you but i am a huge foodie i love food I get so giddy when it's time to eat, but I also get hangry. I am the type of person that does get hangry and I don't like that. I don't like that about myself. I try not to get to that point. It's not <laughs> it's not fun to be around for anybody else, let alone myself. Um, I have a loving boyfriend and supporting friends all around me that know that about me. Um, They know that I always bring food wherever I go, and in times that I'm unable to or I just don't have the motivation and struggle, um, they are there for me. And Ben will always plan things out throughout our days or day trips and have food involved throughout the day. So it's really convenient because he's there for me and he knows that it helps me and it helps him. <laughs> but when I do get hangry or I do get to the point where my blood sugar is just so low that I inevitably just kind of shut down. I'm quiet, I have next to no patience for anything. I've gotten a lot better. I've seen a lot of growth with it myself. Um, but there is a huge energy change in myself and it's just not fun my body's trying to tell me that it needs food it needs something to fuel itself it's needing to go to the gas station and I'm out of gas and I'm about to roll in you know it's just not a good place to put myself in but sometimes you can't help it and that is where I would make my budget higher in groceries and that way I wouldn't be able to justify eating out as much and I would force myself to meal prep because I'm not gonna waste money and I'm not gonna waste food. That's just it doesn't fly with me. So it forces me and it puts me in a position to do the extra mile, to prioritize meal prepping or doing things ahead of time. And sometimes it doesn't always work out and that's normal, that's life, that's being a human but I got to push myself, just like you got to push yourself. You got to be your biggest advocate. And with that being said, I wouldn't be able to justify eating out as often, so I would save money and I would know what's in my ingredients. I would know what I'm eating and I would know a huge energy shift in my overall energy on the daily. You know, I was able to be more motivated and get things done and prioritize myself and not feel like absolute shit. And then when I do go out, I have to be careful what I'm eating because if it's not good quality, let me tell you, you don't realize it's not good quality because you don't go into a restaurant that's like, you know, falling apart. We all go into a nice restaurant, but it depends. There are some times where I feel like absolute shit. Where I don't have motivation the next day, where I notice a huge energy shift in myself. And it's literally in our food. It's crazy to think about, but it's true. It's so true. With that being said, I love to cook. I am a huge Pinterest girly. I have a board for pretty much everything, but especially my homemade recipes that I like to try and more whole food oriented that are like colorful dishes that make me feel satiated and satisfied. And while that is something I love to do, currently working as a server or someone even having a typical nine to five job can make that very difficult to do. Even more so when you feel super tired when you do get the time off um, and you feel completely unmotivated to do anything. And cooking in the beginning for me was a love-hate relationship. I loved what I would make, but cooking and prepping and cleaning made it feel like a whole two-hour event that I just didn't want to dedicate myself to. You know, you only get so much time only a day or two off and you just want to do what you want to do you know and it just makes it difficult when you don't have that motivation to cook so then you resort to eating out or snacking around in the house and it just doesn't provide your body with the same fats and carbs and protein that you need for the day and you tend to get hungry faster and more often and it just doesn't work It doesn't work with your schedule, it doesn't work with your body, you're sick of eating all day long and not feeling satisfied, not feeling energized. And then, when you start looking at ingredients like I do, because I went through this whole journey, and I don't know if it's the same for everybody, I don't feel like it is, but I do feel like a lot of people go through the same thing. I would start grocery shopping, I would focus on things that I want to eat, I would splurge. Grocery shopping was my biggest budget in my monthly budgeting I did that for a reason, so that way I would not be able to justify um, eating out. And then you're able to eat more whole food ingredients. You start looking at ingredients, you realize how stressful and crippling, and frustrating it can be, and then if you're like me, you put yourself in a fight-or-flight mode, because you literally don't want to put those things in your body, but at the same time, there's nothing to eat, and you're just constantly stressing about everything, and then you starve yourself, bro, and it is not worth it. Let me tell you, your body needs food more than you stressing over what to eat, and not fueling yourself, okay? I'm not saying that you shouldn't Think about the ingredients and fuel your body with things that are better for you. But I am saying that you should eat regardless. So if you're to that point, you may have to sacrifice it. I mean, you've come this way anyways. You can sacrifice it. And that's a part of the journey. You're going to have highs. You're going to have lows. You're going to have things that work out. You're going to have things that don't. You're going to have to sacrifice things sometimes. But you can also know how to better be there for yourself. And that's important don't do what I did. It's not worth it. I went through a whole journey of being stressed and starving myself. Not on purpose, guys. Not on purpose. I'm not suggesting that. I would just struggle. I would stress out. I would literally, time would pass and I'd realize I hadn't eaten the whole day and I was frustrated and I didn't know what to eat and my body just shut down and I was having more side effects from the stress than I was ever before with anything else. I'm not saying don't eat and I'm not saying don't look at the ingredients, but I'm saying if you don't have anything and it's stressing you out, maybe start over the following day or next week, try to go through your things, maybe you just bought condiments, whatever it is and it has a bunch of stuff in it, just know that when you buy a new one, what to look for, just put it, write it down, you know? Don't stress yourself out over this. We're not here to stress, ladies and gents. We're here to live happily and healthily and just vibe with life, you know? No stress. No unnecessary stress. It's not worth it. If you heavily stress about the ingredients in our food, you end up putting your body in a fight-or-flight mode, and you won't be able to digest food properly. You won't have normal stools. You won't be able to enjoy everyday life, nor food, or anything else. Okay, so I want to be able to provide you the journey with a little more love and a little less stress. Okay, so that way our body can properly function the way it needs and regenerate cells and get good sleep and supply whatever else that our body does while providing it food with good ingredients and feel satiated and feel fuller, longer, and have good energy for the day. Okay, because that whole middle path of this journey is so brutal. Okay, let me tell you, it took me two years, two years to finally be okay with where I'm at. And not even just that, just instinctively know that this shit is in our food, and you just gotta buy what you want to buy, okay? There's things that you sometimes sacrifice because it was a childhood memory that you loved, and sometimes you just want to sit on the couch, watch movies, Halloween movies specifically (laughs) and have Oreos knowing that there's a lot of things that just doesn't make sense and I'll get more into that so you're probably like you know what the fuck is she talking about like excuse me like (laughs) you're stressing about food you're not eating you're starving yourself. like what what is happening Gabby? No, let me tell you, if you try to get more intuitively connected with your body, if you try to be more aware of the ingredients that are in our foods, like carnauba wax and gummy bears and edibles and various other things, you're like, Gabby, no, that's not in our food. Yes. Yes, it is. And it's ridiculous. It's freaking more than ridiculous. I am just literally in the half happy ass phase where I just laugh it off at this point because it's a joke. It's an absolute joke the things that they put in our food, and it's FDA approved, it's FDA regulated, that's why I also don't like care if it has that regulation or not, it doesn't matter to me, so yes, we're going on this journey together, and yes, if you're interested, I'm more than happy to talk to you more about it, because my podcast is not dedicated to just food, it's dedicated to our overall well-being, and how it is affected and benefited by nature, But there are things that in life that I have gone through that I don't want you to have to go through alone and give up and realize how stressful it is because it freaking sucks. I, of course, I would have to say I would do it again because I wouldn't want to be where I was two years ago, eating the things and not feeling good and feeling bloated all the live long day and never feeling satisfied and whatever else, okay? But it also sucks so much that like, I don't really want to go through that again. I'm so glad I don't have to go through that again. But putting you guys through that, I just, I want to be able to be there for you. So please just know that it is worth it. If you ever have any questions, obviously I'm going to go through it. I'm going to talk about it for the rest of this podcast. Um, but just know you can always email me at the at gmail.com if you have further questions about everything. Okay, so by doing this and providing this for you guys, I want to better enable this journey and make it a lot more appealing, a lot shorter, and make you feel good at the end of the day and not stressed out. So I have some tips and tricks that I use to help save me the time, energy, and money. Um, A good example that I like to suggest every time is ketchup and condiments. Instead of buying name brand Heinz ketchup, I usually opt for the grocery store brands and I still double-check the ingredients if I haven't bought it before because I just want to make sure cuz it doesn't me saying the grocery store brands doesn't mean that all grocery store brands or a grocery store, let's say Walmart Great Value can have good ingredients for ketchup and something else, and yogurt, but not have good ingredients for, I don't know, barbecue sauce, I don't know, so it's like you just have to, or at least for me, I just double check ingredients because I don't, like, I don't trust that everything's the same, so a good one is instead of the name brand ketchup, I opt for, okay, great value organic ketchup, okay, and Usually, you'll have like a chapter of ingredients, and the organic ketchup only has organic tomato concentrate, organic sugar, organic distilled vinegar, salt, and then less than 2% of organic onion powder, organic spices. And I get that organic can seem pretentious, but at the end of the day, organic is labeled organic because... They can't provide us fresh food. Like, it makes no sense. When I was in Africa, everything was organic. And it's not labeled organic. But organic provides a differentiation between ingredients that are supposed to be in there and then straight from farm to table, you know? I feel like organic, just growing up, was just looked at differently than it is for me right now. Um, Organic for me now is about not filling my body with unnecessary ingredients that I use every single day and not just once because it has a compound effect. It adds up. So instead of buying a pack of snack-sized yogurts from Oikos, Chobani, Light & Fit, etc. to make it the convenience that you need like a grab-and-go, um, that's packed with, like, artificial natural flavorings, guar gums, anthem gums, and um, sometimes even added sugars that we don't know where it came from. So usually it's lab-derived. Um, you can purchase the grocery store branded yogurt in a 32-ounce tub, which is my go-to, I usually get mine at Aldi, but there's also a great value one, non-fat plain Greek yogurt with one ingredient. It's just cultured, pasteurized, grade A non-fat milk. So by buying a bigger tub of yogurt, and I what I like to do is I like to flavor it with honey because it provides me with a lot more nutrients and antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties than natural flavorings which i feel like now taste completely different and it just tastes artificial and not satisfying to my taste anymore so usually i'll put you know honey and fruit chunks in it but my boyfriend if you're a texture person he is as well and hates hates fruit in his yogurt so this substitution may not work out for you and that's okay but i hope it does <laughs> This is just something that works for me, and I like to suggest to people. Um, by also buying the bigger tub of yogurt and flavoring it with honey, you can also spend less on the convenience of the grab-and-go items. Um, yes, the small snack size yogurts are easier to take with you to work, but if you meal prep and dedicate more time to yourself and your body... You will notice not only a huge difference but you will over time save more money and provide your body with active cultures like probiotics that help our gut and aid in creating the proper environment our gut needs in order to digest f- the food we eat and that is what we call good bacteria so our microbiome is actually super interesting to me because It is its own individual ecosystem in our bodies. And by providing it with the food that supplies it with what it needs to create that environment, we can not only feel like our best selves, but we can also be aware of our hormones, the leptin and ghrelin levels that are released during these times of being hungry and full. And these two hormones are actually located in our hypothalamus. And they are what tells us, like the ghrelin tells us, you're hungry. You know, it's time to eat. My stomach's empty. I need energy and fuel to continue my day. And the leptin levels help you indicate when you are full. You know, when it's time to (laughs) no longer keep pushing yourself. Because sometimes when we overeat, we tend to feel really lethargic and tired and we need to take a nap and other times we are to the point where we're hangry because we couldn't tell that we were getting hungry and then like I said I'm the type of person that gets hangry and that's not fun to be around and like I don't enjoy it either it's the worst being around hangry people kind of sucks especially when you know, they aren't able to acknowledge being hangry and kind of be more conscious of the things that they say. It's just, it sucks. You don't want to be around that person. So there's various things that are affected on a larger level that you have to be aware of and we're not educated on this. This isn't in schools and billboards and it's not prioritized as something that we should know but with that being said let's go back to my discussion with yogurt and how getting the 32 ounce tub can be more beneficial to fighting these various situations and ingredients that we have in our food and how we can be a better advocate for ourselves also by purchasing a 32 ounce tub of yogurt instead of flavored yogurt you can also spend less time going back to the grocery store for plain yogurt when recipes call for it so I like to think of this as like a literal four birds one stone you know you save money you save your body you save plastic the plastic is also recyclable I will talk about recycling in another episode where we discuss if it's real, what can actually be recycled, and the benefits of recycling. So typically, the tubs that we get of yogurt are labeled with a one or two in its, I want to say triangle symbol that is not a recycling symbol folks that is just a symbol that manufacturers use to identify what type of plastic it is and there's a lot of discrepancy and controversy between knowing if that's a recycling sign or not controversy conspiracy of if they meant to do it where it looked like that so you would be confused which I'll go into that later because that makes me want to get into it but One or two is the only number you can recycle of anything. Five is sometimes, so I just don't. But you use less plastic. You know, the little ones add up versus the big one. So you use less plastic, you save money, you help your gut, and you can use it for multiple different dinners. So my Mediterranean dinners, so I will use yogurt to make tzatziki, which you pretty much do anyways. And so I don't have to go back to the grocery store because I already have some. Um, I also substitute it for sour cream and mix that with salsa. So it provides me another source of protein, which I will get into right after I talk about everything else I use it for. Um, I like to use it to make homemade ranch for my pizza. And I like to mix it with dark chocolate and berries and put it in the freezer to make little frozen desserts. In doing extra research for myself, I have found many health benefits to prompting a higher protein dial diet. <laughs> a higher protein dial. Yeah, that's it. So for me personally, um, I've noticed a consistency in my overall weight after losing 30 pounds two years ago. And through National Institutes of Health and Healthline, focusing on implementing more protein intake in your meals it has been shown to improve glycemic control increase the body's absorption of calcium lower blood pressure reduce LDL cholesterol and triglycerides and if you aren't aware LDL cholesterol is the unwanted cholesterol And it is typically labeled in the athletic and overall food industry as bad cholesterol. Personally, I try to stay away from labeling anything bad and good just because it changes my perspective. Um, And it may not always be bad and good as the way that we have that meaning. So again, that's just personal. Um, But then you also have the added benefit of improvement in lowering levels of heart disease. You have faster metabolism, um, raising levels of muscle content and strength. You have your satiety levels kept pretty stable. And if you aren't aware of satiety, that means you're left feeling fuller for longer. Um, and in no way meaning you're starving yourself. You just don't feel like you're hungry all day long or after you had a large meal that you're feeling unsatisfied. You just, you feel full but not overly full where you're about to fall asleep like after Thanksgiving. Um, And of course, I always recommend consulting with your doctor before making any major changes to your diet. This is just something that works for me. And keep in mind that every individual is affected differently. So something that may work for me may not work for you. So keep that in mind. And by having a higher protein intake personally, I have felt like my satiety levels have been kept pretty stable and I'm able to meet my health and wellness goals. Now I am not at all worried about body image but I do personally like to have more toner legs and so I've been working really hard. I love leg day in general um, and not a lot of people do (laughs) but I, I love leg day and for me to meet my wellness goals and muscle goals I need to intake more protein and so by being able to substitute you know, yogurt in various things for sour cream or cheeses or whatever else, or even cottage cheese in my chili um, instead of sour cream, I'm able to raise those protein levels in a more whole food way and it allows me to be on top of it, be on top of my wellness goals and be on top of my health goals and gut health and everything, so... I feel like this is a good place to stop. This is part one of part two. The second part comes out next Thursday. I am so thrilled to get to the next part. So the first part ended up being a little more intense and in-depth than I wanted it to be. But I feel overall pretty good about it. And I hope you guys do enjoy this episode. Um, Don't forget to like, subscribe, turn on your notifications and leave a review tell me what you think tell me if this benefited you or even if it didn't I'd like to know regardless of how I can best support you guys as my listeners and the community and I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend and a great upcoming week